So that kind of set the tone for the animosity between these two for this evening. And it continued when Dom questioning Carolina came into play again. And Dom didn't really want to have this argument again. She didn't really want to be drawn into it. And that's why she started saying, I'm just bored. I'm bored of hearing this. I'm bored of this conversation. We've gone through it already. But Olivia was having none of it. She was not going to let Dom get away from it that easily. And she starts screaming at her. Can I do an impersonation? Please. Because the beef was about um, the swearing that Dom does and the loudness of her Mm -hmm. voice, I think. Mm -hmm. It's just like, I'm sick of your fucking screaming. I'm sick of your fucking (laughs) screaming. Every time I go to the fucking bin, you're fucking screaming. It's screaming. You're screaming. You're screaming. It's not nice. It's rude, Dom. It's rude, Dom. (laughs) It was like that, wasn't it? That That was great. That was really, really good. All Dom was trying to say was, I don't care to fight with Carolina. We can coexist. We can be amicable. We can be civil to each other. Um, And that's why then this fight kicked off, which is just just so mind-blowing. It's just ironic. It's just ridiculous because Dom was trying to be the better person going, I don't have to hate you, but Olivia loves to hate her look i think you're being a little bit too kind but that's nothing new with you Kay. um look to be fair dom i love dom i'm on her side but she was being antagonistic let's face it she was saying she was bored like you know you know you know she she's not coming off smelling off roses in this thing she was being antagonistic towards olivia probably not expecting The absolute firing that she was going to get from Olivia and that bogan rant, as I just demonstrated for you all. Um, But her reaction was an even bigger surprise for me. Mm. And I personally think it had more to do with her traumatic, like how upset she already was about what had already happened with Jack rather than this story arc she's telling about how, you know, she's been told her whole life that her voice is – like, I believe that happens, especially for Italian-Australians. Mm. Um, Anglo-Saxon people are just so softly spoken and, and they feel so superior about it because I used to cop that a bit as well. Um, but I think it was more to do with that. But, yeah, I think the Olivia outburst was a complete shock to probably the whole table. Yes. Oh, absolutely. But – They were both ready for that fight, I think. You know, Olivia was saying, I'm really excited to see. Jackson and I have been chatting and, you know, we think it's going to be like a great white and a crocodile fighting with between Dom and Carolina. Oh, for sure. There was an alliance there. Yeah. Absolutely. Olivia would not have done that without Carolina being there by her side to support her at Mm, all. mm. This is what I'm talking about, those factions and groups, you know, like, the season with Martha and Cyrell and all of that. Like it's, yeah. it, it is becoming that way, although not as fast as I'd like. Um, there's still a few neutral people, which always bothers me. But, yeah, these factions are pretty clear now. Oh, absolutely. When, the, when Dom stood up, smashed the glass, glass went flying everywhere. She smashed it and kind of threw, 
walked away almost. She's like, oh, I can't, couldn't believe she'd done it. And I think it was just that, as you say, she'd had a shit day. It was built up frustration. She was getting pointed at by and screamed at by Olivia. Um, and she was crucifying who she was as a person, her voice, her, her tone, everything, you know, how she'd been to the other uh, girls in the crew. And then she just walks off. She leaves them to it. But Olivia portrayed her to be holding it like a weapon over her. Yeah, yeah, I know. And this happens a lot in life as well. Like if someone does one thing that's, you know, socially unacceptable, Mm. like uh, break a glass in this example, but another one might be, you know, spill a bottle of wine or or just something that's a bit like really uncouth, Mm. it's almost like it cancels out any other validity that they ever had. So it doesn't even really matter that maybe their point was valid. Yeah. Because that happened. I've I've seen this happen a lot. I know, because it was so frustrating. Nobody got to the point of asking, well, why did she smash the glass? You know, what led what triggered her to do that? No. I kind of agree with Olivia in that we don't really need to know about her childhood. Oh no. But no. I mean, Olivia screaming in her face would trigger yeah. something, some sort yes. of reaction. Yes. And, you know, I was just thinking about it. In Melbourne, there are smash rooms where you can go in yeah. and you can get a baseball bat and you can smash the fuck out of everything in that room. It's set up like a nice little living room or a dining room or a kitchen and there's plates and glasses and everything everywhere, anywhere. And Sometimes it's just a bit cathartic to let, let it all out, let out that, you know, tension, that huge emotion that's built up. $60 for an hour, I believe. Oh, which is a bargain. Like, bargain. that's great. But, I mean, I don't even – the thing about the smash rooms is there's intention there. Like, you've got to you've got to plan it. You've got to book it ahead. <laughs> Whereas smashing a glass on a table like Dom did, which was purely in the heat of the moment. Yes. If that happened to me in real life, I would have definitely been uncomfortable, but I wouldn't have cut her off from my whole life. You know, it was basically just slamming something down. It could have been something unbreakable for all she knew at that point. Yeah. The smash rooms, you got to plan it. It's just not the same. Like, how are you going to make sure you're in the heat of the moment? Like, would you have to get (laughs) Olivia to meet you out the front, have a chat with you? Have a little chat, yeah. Offend you (laughs) and then go in? It's just so much planning. I know, but it would only take five minutes. We're like, Olivia, let's just meet for a quick coffee. And within two minutes, you just want to, you'd be ringing ahead going, I'll be there. I'm going to go into the smash room right now. See you. Bye. Yeah, you could probably get her on Cameo in the next couple of weeks for like six bucks. (laughs) Um, So anyway, Dom is distraught. She is into, like she's choking. She's crying so hard. And we've all been there. I have. Um, Doesn't want anyone to follow her. She just wants to go. Um, Poor Jackson asks if she's okay. (laughs) Like. Jesus, Olivia's husband, for God's sake. Yeah, I know. Um, She's sort of carrying. She didn't even go inside. She was sort of like huddled in a corner somewhere. Maybe that was the producer saying, stay outside, it's easier to film. I I don't know, but it was just strange. Like you'd think she'd just run into her bedroom or or something. Um, Yeah, so that's where she was. And thankfully somebody runs and gets – 
Jack to say she is not in a good place. Well, I think actually once all the ladies go back in and, you know, reconnect with the boys, they they explain what has happened. But before they do that, they're sitting down. They the, Some of the crew you can see are 100% defending um, and feeling for Dom. So you've got Tamara, you've got Elle, and you've got Sam really trying to. And even at one point, Kate, Kate, oh, the next night, she stands up for Dom as well. Yeah, Ella was the voice of reason, like what she a queen. Was. Yeah, so good. Dom is just feeling defeated. Olivia was just like over-exaggerating everything, basically accusing Dom of, you know, trying to kill her with said glass, which is ridiculous. It was a weapon. It was, it was a, a weapon. weapon. <laughs> yeah, it was a weapon, but no, it wasn't really at all. Mm. Uh, and that was pretty much it. I know, I know. That was a lot. There was a lot to unpack from one night and then just coming to what should be a lovely, cosy retreat for them. That's right. Okay, moving on. So we wake up the next morning and, well, we've got Dom very upset still. She's got spoons up to her face. I know she's still interested in skincare, which I love because she's a makeup artist. Yeah. Very, very good. And she's just utilising what's nearby. And she has all her brushes and her creams, as as Jack notes with her. Um, but she's using the f- spoons from the freezer, which is a great idea. She's been crying. She's been upset. She's got puffy eyes. And she is feeling pretty bad about the night before. She's feeling a lot of regret. And she doesn't know where to begin, I think, with with talking to anybody because she's kind of hiding out in the house and they've got the outhouse, which is quite convenient at this moment in time. And again, we don't see Brent or Tamara. And they, I don't know if you caught it, they had this crazy bed that was um, a mattress on top of a grand piano. It was very, very strange. Oh, no, I didn't. You didn't I'll have to, No, I'll have to go back and watch, have a look at that. It sounds yeah, great. It was very strange. I liked it. What um, I did notice were mm. Olivia's asides while this is all happening. Mm. So we can see Dom and Jack. He's being emotionally intelligent and great. The it's boys so are chatting. Um, Jackson's talking to Olivia about what happened. He's saying, articulate yourself better and be, being emotionally intelligent I can't believe I said Mm. twice um but her asides that the producers are are showing us are vicious Mm. she keeps saying Dom's behavior is acceptable she's not sorry for anything um Olivia says she can hold a grudge forever Olivia says she's held a grudge forever for less than this like what smashing Mm. a glass less less than smashing a glass what was it Olivia was it breathing um, and we're really getting these crazy faces and these pufferfish faces and all of these faces that Olivia does. So we're really getting the picture that Olivia is the bad guy, if you hadn't already picked it up. Yes. She says, I'm a petty person. I would burn her at the stake when Jackson asks her how she's feeling about Dom. That's um, right. She also, I don't know if you caught when they were sitting down having a chat, they looked to be on her index finger whether it was a bee or a wasp tattoo. And I thought, if that is a wasp, that is great because she's Ugh. got a stinger. You know what? It's probably a fucking scorpion. She's probably a Scorpio. <laughs> 
they are scary motherfuckers. Yeah, we've seen that side, definitely seen a scary side of Olivia. And she doesn't care. She's dying to get in and have another fight with her. Jackson is a little bit concerned, to say the least, because he hasn't seen this side of Olivia. And he's just concerned about how it's going to kick off between them tonight, and especially when he's hearing this aggressive tone from Olivia all of a sudden. Yeah. Well, then we kind of cut to some fun stuff. Dion was making homemade pizza because, of course, he has his YouTube cooking Mm. channel that he wants more people to go to. Carolina calls Daniel on speaker, and I I just can't even. Like, Mm. that was just set up and stupid. Dion doesn't run. He he plays chess and lawn bowls and other things, which, yeah, right, I believe that, Don, not. Um, he, he had his kind of – remember I mentioned that that family might have a history of being corrupt fruit and veggie farmers? Yes, yes. Or Con the Fruiterer. Were you living in Australia when Con the Fruiterer was on TV? So. It was on like a comedy sketch show okay. called yeah. The Comedy Company. Once you Google it, you'll go, oh, yeah, Dion looked like Con the Fruiterer, mm-hmm. um, which which is nice with the fruit and veggie farmer thing that I've got going there. Mm-hmm. Um, and he gets asked if he wants to go on a run and he says he doesn't run. And you know what? Watching Carolina, I don't think she does either. <laughs> that was not a runner. She was looking very stiff, wasn't she? <laughs> that was not a runner at all. I see them all the time <laughs> running around the park near my house. That's not what a runner looks like. Um, Ella the Queen visits Dom. Dom is just, oh, it was so sad. And I love that Ella was like rubbing her arm and saying, yes, yeah. you fucked up a bit, but we still love you. That's yeah. all you need. That's yeah. all you need. Absolutely. She, you know, kept on saying, we know that it didn't come from a place of violence. Basically, you're fine. You're a good person. You just need to calm down. And, you know, it's going to be difficult, but face everybody and see how you get on. So Ella was being fantastic. And even Mitch was being great because now that you've mentioned Carolina and Dion, Carolina, again, was bullshitting Dion later on in the evening and just saying the usual, you know, you don't like breakfast or whatever oh, she says no. at this point. Um, you try to feed me carbs with your pizza, whatever bullshit. You didn't go for the run, but who, like, honestly. Oh, and no, it was, it was exhausting. It was. And even Mitch was saying, you know, she's just bullshitting him. Great. Yeah. Doesn't say yeah. much, but but he, he picked it. He picked it. And it has to be really obvious for Mitch to pick something. <laughs> it has to be like a red stop sign in your face. <laughs> well, there was. There was a few of them floating around at this retreat. Yeah. I mean, that's really all that happened really before the next big scene. Oh, except Matt in his Kermit voice was giving Al advice before the poem. Um, I hadn't really noticed, but his voice is very Kermit the Froggish, mm. very Muppety. Yeah. Maybe I'll just call him Muppet Man. Would that be <laughs> offensive? No? <laughs> offensive, yes? I think that's fine. Cute? Sure. Yeah. Cute. Muppet Man. Muppet Muppet Man. Flanders. Muppet, he's, he's morphed into Muppet Man. Um, so, yeah, Dom finally arrives at the drinks. It was drinks tonight. It mm. wasn't dinner, was it? Um, which just makes everything worse because you get drunker so much faster. Yeah. 
Um, and because of the little chit-chat from Jackson, of course, Olivia goes in for a hug or whatever, which is so inappropriate. Mm. It was just so over the top. And you might remember I have flagged way back in like episode two or three that I thought um, Olivia was a misogynist. Yeah. Someone who hates or dislikes women. Yeah. And this really has just cemented it for me, what happens at this dinner party. Mm. Um, Dom doesn't want to do the hug, but she can see danger coming Mm. because I think Jack even said, that's fine, that's fine, don't worry about not hugging Olivia. And she's like, no, it's a problem. Uh Yeah. Yes. Oh, it really kicks off. Dom try, tries to explain to everybody. Um, she apologizes first off. There wasn't there wasn't a but, but I feel like she was made <laughs> to feel like there was a but. But she was just trying to explain, you know, what she's gone through. She's been bullied. She's been harassed about her voice. It's something that, you know, really triggered her. And she was explaining this to the group without also saying that Olivia was screaming in her face. Um, But all the time, Olivia was making little snide comments like, oh, can I have a a Xanax before this starts? Or what else was she saying? Pass the cyanide. cyanide Kumbaya. Oh, yes. You just invalidated your apology. Yeah. This is bullshit. This is bullshit. There was a lot. There was. Oh, a I didn't lot. do my accent, damn it. Oh, well, next time. <laughs> but the group try and, you know, shush Olivia, and Dom manages to get through her apology and seems very sincere. I would be bricking it. I would be absolutely petrified going into a group like that if I'd done something like that. And. I would be so remorseful and Dom certainly seemed very remorseful. Absolutely. I think she did. Um, Now I agree that an apology with a but is Mm. not quite an apology. Um, And I've already mentioned that in these situations, we actually don't need to know about your childhood. Like there's no way everyone can know everything about everyone's childhood and what triggers them. True, absolutely not. We have certain norms of behaviour that are Mm. set in place, a benchmark, Mm. and that's how people – we need to use that benchmark. We can't accommodate to everyone unless we know them well. And if we know them well, we will accommodate, of course. Mm. Um, So I didn't really think the whole childhood thing was necessary, but I also agree it wasn't a but because she didn't mention, oh, but Olivia, Olivia, you're a bitch. You know, nothing yeah. like that. Nothing like yeah. that at all. It was a sincere apology um, and I definitely would have accepted it. And I did note that Kate, yeah. barely anyone spoke up, which really, really gave me the shits. Mm. Ella did a bit. Yeah. But it was like crickets. It was like dead silence. Um, but I did notice that Kate said she accepted the apology. Yeah, um, which was great, and then of course Jackson, which mm. is what really pissed off Olivia. Because remember mm. back to the misogynist comment I just made. Mm. Olivia doesn't give a shit what anyone thinks about her, unless they're a man. Now Jackson's a man, and he has verbalised to her that he's not mm. happy with her behaviour. And what fucking happens, Kay? Oh wow. 
she gets quite upset and just can't even believe that Jackson, number one, is questioning her on her behavior against her mortal enemy, Dom. So when Jackson said, yeah, let's put it to bed, Dom, it's fine. You know, let's let's just move on from now. And the group kind of all slinked off. Um, Jackson then starts talking to Olivia about her behavior and references the snide comments that she's made. And Olivia can't believe that she's actually counted them and can recount them to her. So what does she do? Then as much as she has called Dom out for for playing the victim card, she starts crying and wailing. And she's like, where is my unconditional love and support? I'm, I'm sorry that I'm not nice and lovely all the time. Um, and she just puts on this really whiny voice. And I just thought we'd seen this really ugly side of Olivia. Um, it wasn't just one red flag. There was red bunting waving in the wind above her head. And she was really beginning to unravel in front of Dom and the group. Um, actually, Dom had walked off at this point. Um, and I know that she started, well, bitching to the rest of the girls once once Jackson left, but then she started having a panic attack. Oh. I just couldn't believe her. Is that really bad? I just didn't believe her. I don't believe her at all. Um, yeah. And I look, I do have a story. It's a, I'll me. try and make it as short as I can. Um, so, yeah, Olivia has a medical emergency when, when Jackson um, notices that she's being, I think he said consolidated by the women. I think he meant consoled. Mm. But maybe she needed consolidating, not sure. <laughs> um, he notices that she's getting consolidated by the women, so uh, goes over to see Olivia. So quite some time has passed and she yes. hasn't had the attention of Jack Jackson for a little while. Yeah. So suddenly she's having a panic attack, panic attack, a medical emergency and needs his help, like, to help yes. her walk into the house and, I don't know, get a fucking paper bag and, you know, breathe into it or whatever you do. Mm-hmm. Um, panic attacks are real. Hers yes. was not. And it reminds me, one thing that they would do in, in Japan, mm-hmm. and this was, like, culturally known, like, everyone knew, the boys and the girls knew it, but what girls would do if they really liked a guy mm-hmm. is, like, on a date, they would pretend to get really, really drunk or maybe they would get really drunk, not sure, mm-hmm. and they would, like, collapse. And so you would see all of these young Japanese men, like, cradling their girlfriends or their soon-to-be girlfriends and taking care of them and like wiping their brow and putting them into a taxi and taking them home and making sure they're okay when they get home and probably putting them into bed and it's a whole cultural thing the damsel in distress yes okay and that's what reminded olivia reminded me today was like you know okay He's seen a bad side of me. I don't want him to see the bad side, so I'll do the damsel in the stress and he'll save me and everything will be better. And we'll, we'll just, like, go back on our fuck fest tomorrow and I'll, like, do the things he likes tomorrow. Yeah. Because she could see him bitching to the lads, basically. Yes. I know I've seen a dark side of her. I've seen yes. another side of her. She had to do um, something. She She's strategic. To. She is so calculated, as I said. Um. So she's drawn him back in again, but will, will he – unravel her will he see the other side of her forever i don't know i don't think so yet because i noticed um when they were having that chat where he was saying to her that i didn't like what i saw Mm -hmm. 
before she was speaking to the girls and before she had her fake panic attack, um, he started to even do like a baby voice himself. Yes. So he wanted to say his piece. He wasn't going to be silenced, but he also didn't want to be harsh with her. Mm. Um, And I, you know, I have to say he became very attractive in my eyes when I saw him doing that. Um, So I don't think they're just going to split up now. But if she really unravels, I mean, A, that would be great television. And B, you know, (laughs) it would be really great television. I was also thinking, like, what would I do or what would you do if we were Olivia's PR person? Because this is bad. Like, Twitter's blown up, Facebook's blown up, everyone. Like, she is, like, the devil's spawn of maths. Like, Andrew, who's Andrew? Oh, oh, he's, oh he was a nice guy. Olivia, however, <laughs> is horrible, horrible, horrible. And I was thinking, because you know how she does those kind of, like, she puffer faces and ticks and things? Yes. Now, this is fake, by the way, fake, 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 and I'm okay. about to talk to a quite serious uh, condition. Mm-hmm. I would get the Daily Mail tomorrow, mm-hmm. big story, Olivia breaks her silence on Tourette's. That could be her saving grace. That's all she's got. <laughs> what do you think? What would you do as a PR consultant? Jesus, I'm just paint her as even more of the evil bitch and – if you need some real drama in your life, invite Olivia along. Or if you need to stand up against anybody in your life, just get some words from Olivia. Oh, you could, could really go down the villain road. Yeah, I don't know if you can back down from that now. Mm. Well, my mm. Tourette's idea, you could you could back down. Yeah. You can't do the edit thing again. That's been done to death. So, yeah, that's really all you could do is go, oh, well, yes, I'm an absolute bitch. Yeah. Love me anyway. Yeah, what are you going to do about it? You know, Corella DeVille kind of style. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Okay, we've got two great ideas for her PR campaign. Whoops, I just clinked my wine glass there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Um, Have we missed anyone? No. No. Um, Mitch did pop some champagne and caught the the cork in his mouth. I thought that was Mm. pretty impressive as well. I know. Making yeah. a <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> With his one sentence and his cork popping. <laughs> oh, you're such a romantic, Kay. I did see some social media group shots of the boys' night, mm-hmm. like before they got really drunk. Okay. And Mitch, of course, was grabbing his crotch. Oh, and I just went, oh, that's you. Yep, yeah, that's you, mate. That's um, him on his fuckboard. Him and his fuckboard. Yeah, I'm never going to be a fan of Mitch. Mm-hmm. I, I can see he's attractive. Like, I'm not blind. Yeah. Um, but, oh, gross. Uh, yeah. And Ella's so lovely. I just love I her. Know. I wanted She's to get, great. like, the best person ever for her. I know. I know. It can happen still. Well, tomorrow night we've got the dinner party and – Ooh, is it going to kick off again? Let's yes. hedge our bets. I think it will. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> so until then, my darling, cheers and ta-ta. Darling, ta-ta.